Welcome to episode 45 of the Harmonics Podcast. Uh, we are fresh. I wouldn't say fresh. We are exhausted. We yes. are back from E3, the Electronic 3. The uh, electronic, electronic Entertainment Expo. Yep. The E to the third power. Uh, we're back, and uh, we had a great show, and we figured we'd give a, a recap to you guys, some stories and such, and about how our week was. Um mainly because we don't have any other content to talk about. <laughs> but uh, maybe you'll find it interesting. Well, we don't uh, have any content to talk about because we produce so much content during exactly. E3. Exactly. Um, John Drake should be showing up late as ever. Eight minutes. Eight minutes, he told me. Eight specific minutes. So we'll see. But uh, currently it's just uh, me and Aaron. Uh, Aaron and I. It is Aaron and I. Aaron and I? Aaron and me. Me and Aaron. No, it was definitely not me and Aaron. Well, I'm Aaron. Right. So, well, you can say me and Aaron, I guess, but it's still grammatically incorrect. <laughs> uh, Aaron Trites and myself, <laughs> Eric Pope, running this show. Um, so, E3, it was a thing that happened last week. It was a big uh, thing that happened last week. So, let's give a rundown. Uh, let's start. Let's start with our Sunday morning, shall we? You want to do it a day by day? Yep. Sunday morning, um, Aaron and I go to Logan International. Aaron and me? Oh, shit. Ah, I said, ah, <laughs> God. Aaron and I went to Logan International Airport for a flight. It was like 7 in the morning, I think. Too early. Too it was early so early. And then it was JetBlue, and the lines were ridiculously long. Like an hour long. An hour long. Just to check bags. And I had gone through that. I, I, I tend to get to the airport super early because I'm paranoid early. about missing flights. So I had gone through that hour-long line and had just gotten through security, which is also a terrible long line. And then I got a call from you because what happened? Because I had gotten there late and I was cutting it super close and I got to the front of the baggage line just in time. Like, I, I had timed it out perfectly where I could, like, buzz through security and I should just be able to make the flight on time. Uh, and then they told me that uh, my ticket was not for Sunday, but it was for a Monday flight. <laughs> uh, exact same time, exact same flight number, Ugh. just 24 hours off exactly. <laughs> um, my itinerary had been changed at the last minute. And I had not been informed, uh, so that was an excellent early morning Ugh. wasted trip. Just the worst. To the airport. Uh, so I went back home. Which is kind of awesome. Because, well, like, the last thing you want early Sunday is to, like, go on a plane 
So you get that last minute respite of like, ah, I can just go home and sleep. Yeah. So I like an extra day was nice, but it meant that I had like a whole 80 pound uh, <laughs> yeah. bag that needed to go out to L.A. because it had a bunch of stuff that we needed for our party and for the that event was already floor. through security. Yeah. My flight was boarding. And, like all the builds that we had, like all those discs needed to get through. So we had to we had to scramble a little bit. And thankfully, uh, um, Harmonix producer extraordinaire John Carter um, saved the day and came and picked up this monstrous bag and got that out to L.A. for us. Yeah. John Carter's a sweetheart. Sweet tart. He's sweet, a sweet tart. Sweet tart. He's also in the main drag. He is. He's the sweet tart of the main drag. The sweet tart. That's what they call him. <laughs> he dresses like a sweet tart. He's very, very neon, very bright colors. A little bit. I mean, yeah. he's no Matt Bach. No, but who is who's in this day and age? Of, of neon particles. Yeah. Uh, so I went out to L.A. on Sunday and... Um, Pretty much as soon as I got there, I headed over to the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Fancy. So we're not going to divulge much here, but I think people will be interested to know that E3 is a lot more than just showing your game on the show floor. There's a lot. Oh, it's John Drake! Hey. He could tell. He could tell you were talking about secrets. Yeah. Did you, why did no. you schedule a podcast for a time when I was clearly going to be... Sick and late. <laughs> I did not know you were going to be sick at noon. I put it in my outlook. <laughs> I'm going to be sick this time. It's going to be. I'm going to be sick until noon. Booked a sickness. Uh, so I was just saying how E3 is a lot more than just the show floor. Yeah, it's a As pile you described of disease. It. <laughs> it makes you sick when you come back. How did you describe it? You said there's the business there's E3. Shadow, shadow there's, E3. There's, there are many shadow E3s. There's business mm. E3, retail E3. Investor E3. Investor E3. And, and show floor. Yeah. Um, All of which are boring, except right. for show floor E3. Yes, yes, but we didn't do just show floor E3. Well, I guess we. Did, I did. I did the. Re, I did a day in the retail room. Yeah, um, which is fun. Uh, the retailers are funny. They're just funny, funny people. That's yeah. my. That's my sickness appointment going off on my phone. Um, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the business. The business dev E3 is going well too. Like our harmonics executives, like Alex yeah. and Florin, and them. They had meetings with a lot of publishers about some new. Secret games we might right. be making if people like our ideas and uh, Investor E3 we actually didn't do we did some stuff with Microsoft before E3 started up in Redmond but secret games ideas secret games. new uh, new games they are also ideas There's plurals on there I know <laughs> we made so many ideas yeah. Harmonix a studio with more than one idea but that's what I was well. getting at we weren't we weren't <laughs> only at E3 to show Dan Central two mm-hmm. correct. Um, I mean we sort of were we were yeah. our job was the but three of us. except our job was also. Setting up this ridiculous hotel suite for the other people to do that yeah. side of E3. I went to my favorite company, Best Buy Rental, and bought, <laughs> bought a TV. I don't know if you should talk about no, this, this on the podcast. Glow. And then I decided at the end of the week we didn't want the TV, and they have a great return policy. <laughs> so I took it back. Didn't you almost get busted, too? Oh, really? Oh, I walked in the front door, and a, and one of the guys working security was very nice and recognized me from our videos. <laughs> and was like, what? oh, you're from Harmonix, really? right? And I was like, Yes. God, I hope you don't know where Harmonix is and as I return this TV to your Best Buy in West Hollywood. That means he's probably listening to this right now. <laughs> Dude, whoever you are, thank you for not, not what's the word I'm looking for? Busting Blowing you? up your yeah. spot? Don't blow yeah. my spot. That sounds gross. Uh, uh, yeah. So then Monday rolls around. Actually, before Monday, why don't you talk about, so Monday was the Microsoft press briefing. So early. So early. But that isn't something that just they throw together slapdash. We just show up and see how it goes. <laughs> As you no... might think from the, the the riveting presentations that are given. Barf. 
Uh, how long were you preparing for that with Microsoft? I came in on Thursday for that, and I was there about 12 to 14 hours a day from Thursday to Sunday, including Sunday, which is my birthday. <laughs> That's right. But luckily, Blake and Scott and some of the guys from Microsoft, Sully and uh, Gary, got me a uh, got me a birthday cake on Sunday, which actually did make the day a lot better, a lot of sugar. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. So I came in on Thursday and Friday, and I have a background in sort of theater and event production, so I'm used to... Long days waiting for your chi- your chance to, ch- to test something out on stage, and, and that didn't bother me very much. And then Marcos and Naoko came in on uh, Saturday, and casting came in on Saturday too, and we did a, a run through, and then we changed everything because no. it wasn't working the way we thought it would, and then we redid it again, <laughs> and then it was finally kind of awesome. And we closed the show, which it was actually pretty cool. Other than the Halo Four reveal, we we actually were the last demo on stage. I think we had the most fun on stage. Yeah, I think people would agree if they can saw tell that. It. Marcos definitely had the most fun. Marcos had a good so time. Marcos he, also yeah. didn't realize he was mic'd or that his mic was on. So he asked as, me, why am I wearing a microphone? I was like, I don't know. That is a great question because yeah. they didn't talk. <laughs> I mean, he did. He got on stage and said, yay, fun. And then he went, oh. Oh. Because <laughs> his microphone was on. <laughs> yay, fun. That should yeah. be the title of the podcast. Yay, fun is the... Is <laughs> the there you go. Yay, done. fun. Podcast 54? 45. 45. Podcast dyslexia. Yeah. So, so did the briefing. all of them, it was fun. those many hours for like a three-minute segment. Not even, yeah. Not even, yeah. 240. That's crazy. Coming in hot. That Live is, TV. That is crazy, guys. Uh, yeah, it was a good investment of time. I mean, it was our big reveal. Like, I think it was important that we got it right, and that the guys at Microsoft felt the same way. Yep. So we spent a lot of time on it. You know, there were other presentations I thought were cool. Some of the Connect Labs things were, Connect Fun Labs things were interesting. I haven't played with them yet, but I've heard that they're actually pretty functional yeah all uh, them some of them make you look like a monster if you don't have a well-lit room <laughs> and then uh i don't know yeah like i there's people like tim schaefer who like pour over their scripts and write a really concise thing that they think is funny and has jokes and it has the story they want to tell and there's people like cliffy b who literally have bullet points in the teleprompter to say whatever they want <laughs> and they're both like valid approaches and you know cliff has done like four or five of these in a row so he's good yeah. at them but it's just like different style of rehearsal yeah definitely so that went over really well. Yeah. Um, then uh, we went straight to. Uh, we, booth, we had to go. Uh, and we had to pick up uh, pick up screens and stuff. That was right when I came in, and then <laughs> yep. we had to go That's and right. pick up projector screen for the party in, that we were hosting. in. Lovely Cerritos, California. Yep. Forty five minutes south of the city. Um, worth it for Portillo's alone. Yeah, yeah, my favorite restaurant in the world. We went there for my, my post-birthday. The Portillo's Posse. Yeah, the three of us. And then Aaron, Aaron bought me a shirt, a Portillo's shirt, Portillo which shirt. I, I'm going to wear once he I wash it. He loves Portillo's. <laughs> I love Italian beef sandwiches from Portillo's. If you're looking for a Everything's gift, so that's, what I, that's what I'm constantly begging for. <laughs> you can actually order meat I made it. to be delivered I made those anywhere sandwiches. in the country. I don't believe they will deliver the chocolate cake shakes, though. Uh, the birthday uh. cake shake. So you might have to make the trip for those, or blend your own, <laughs> blend your own, blend your own birthday cake. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was good. So we went to Portillo's and then we came back. We set up the booth, which is really cool. Which I'm sure we'll talk about more about Tuesday. And then Monday night we had a judges event where Pope shot a video, and which is currently yes. on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/HarmonicsMusic. Check that out. It's a good video. Uh, we played the game with a bunch of judges. They were excited yeah. about it. Yeah, that was Surprise cool. placement next to uh, next Harmonics to alum Dan Teasdale. Dan Teasdale. Uh, yeah. Who was there showing off Gunstringer. Yep. So that was cool, having some uh, some friendly faces there. Gunstringer, one of the few... And Dan Teasdale. One of the few and other Connect titles that seems to have a good deal of buzz around it. Yeah, they just became a retail title, too. Yeah. They went from being crazy. an XBLA game to a retail title, so... 
as the Bobcats would say, it's all full motion video now. Which is something that Tristan <laughs> Pixel's right. been known for. Uh, no, it's going to be a cool game. I mean, it's a very unique control scheme. It sort of gets around the idea of like you having to move in, in forward and backward space by having you control a marionette. It's a little on rails, but it's like you have some general controls. Yeah. It's cool. Um, additionally, I've heard uh, Dan, Dan kind of mentioned this to me as an aside um, at, at the event, so I don't know if we're technically supposed to be talking about it oh, whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> let's but, let's spoil his details for back, Dan. gunstringer does officially support uh the stage kit uh, oh good okay, <laughs> so cool. so that was a, a partnership yeah. that they they worked out with uh, confirmed here uh worked PDP. out on the side send your warranty claims care of dan teasdale yep. austin texas <laughs> usa uh that's good zing uh then uh Aaron and I left, and we saw X-Men First Class. Yeah. Which I saw on Saturday. Uh, which is good. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Michael um, Fassbender kind of carries that movie. Yeah, he does. Magneto. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so good. My uh, my cousin uh, my cousin just got on Twitter. Um, uh, my, my female cousin. Um, well, and, let's, uh, let's give out her well, name. No, no, no. I mean, I don't, I don't want to divulge too many details. Um, but... Uh, but I said, oh, I'll start following her. That'll be a you know a good way to keep in touch with family. And uh, and last night uh, she tweeted. And this was all the tweet said. Fast bend me over. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and I have never wow. been more proud and uncomfortable of her <laughs> as a family member. Uh. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. Yes, that's Pope is, Pope is quite smitten with a uh, with yeah. fast bender. I, I like to think I've coined the phrase fast boner. Yep. I mean, maybe someone got to it before me. Oh, that's me. what you keep talking about. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he's a great actor. Chiseled out of steel. <laughs> Chiseled. Can't chisel steel. No, chiseled <laughs> out of steelish stone. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, so the Tuesday... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Caffeine. Oh, yeah, that, that'd be a good segue till to, yeah. uh, to Tuesday morning. Yep. John, tell us about Mr. Caffeine. First, who is Mr. Caffeine? I don't even know. If people saw the Ubisoft, <laughs> Ubisoft, and why would you? Ubisoft press conference. Um, they uh, it's a guy they hired as a spokesperson. He's not like a real video game guy. Right. He's not a developer. He, he doesn't, doesn't work, work for he's a publisher. He's hi- a hired gun. But I, I think that there's also like one of the things you were talking about is how there's multiple E3s. I think that one of the things that's weird is that people think that E3 like they're higher guns at E3, right? There's like. Spokespeople who are hosts who come in there are talent. There's like security. There's this is like old babes. west medicine show pitchmen. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like what I did for rock band, but like oils. not internal. So it's like there's right. no heart to it. It's very much like a script. Oh, yeah. Wait, so all those booth babes aren't really just enthusiastic gamers? They're all in cosplay. <laughs> They're all in in like EA cosplay. Huh. They That's happen to find a shirt with a logo on it, and surprising, they cut it up. Surprising and disappointing. Yeah, I mean, as far as I can tell, by the way, I'm pretty sure THQ now sells breast implants with <laughs> a side of video games, because their booth was, like, over-the-top ridiculous, not cool, with how much booth babes there were. Did you guys actually end up seeing the uh, the bouncy castle? That was no. Was it in the E3? other hall? I didn't it, even make it to the other it was, hall. Yeah, it was in I the other hall. I never left the booth because I was doing my job the whole time. <laughs> it was in the hall. It was way in the back. Was it in our hall? Um, no, it was the, the other West hall. hall. Yeah, um, and, uh... They, uh, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty scary and pretty sad. Um, they, uh, they had a bouncy castle. I don't even know who it was. Like there was not a lot of distinct branding. Um, and, uh, the girls were all wearing like knotted up shirts mm-hmm. and foxtails. What game is that for? Like attached to the back of their shorts. Um, and so they would kind of like 
lure men into their castle and mm. then jump in the bouncy castle with them. Ew. See, now has... if you take the girls out of that, and I'm, I'm pro girls and I'm pro attractive women, but like, take the girls out of that equation, yeah, I'd rather just jump in the bouncy fun. castle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, from... I don't want, like the risk of like injuring somebody who's like faces their <laughs> job, like right. And they, they, you know, you know, inside they are so grossed out by you, <laughs> whoever you are, right. going into that bouncy you castle specifically. Well, to bounce with these hired babes. Well, also my understanding Ugh. of the game, whatever the game is, is that involves a castle <laughs> and fox people somehow and bouncing or so, a car wash. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, a lot a of butt game. cheeks on the street outside of uh, the convention center. Anyway, and you can't hate these girls. These girls are no. doing their jobs. Like it's like it's it's not them. I am all about directed the hate towards like whatever marketing director said. You know yeah. what will sell this game? Right, is going towards the basest, least relevant technology person in our our audience. People taking photos of games, and or photos of photos of booth babes, and about how like hot girls bring them over to our booth. <laughs> And like that's the direction we're gonna yep. go with our marketing campaign because that's not it's not cheap like like oh. we hi- we've hired talent for our booths before like we very specifically hire dancers that we know for the West Coast they're not booth babes they're like talented trade dancers that we work yeah. with and we teach male them the and choreography female. male and female um, but it's like you know it's a couple hundred dollars a day usually for these people like you pay for their food and travel and it's like not nothing so it's like if you're gonna spend your money there instead of spending your money on like development time or uh, marketing or you know actually like making a good game. Yeah, uh, I think that that's a cop out. I think that people should be better about it. And I and I think that uh, it was it Rock Paper Shotgun put up a story yesterday where they they showed their favorite booth pages from E3, and it was all photos of dudes taking pictures of booth pages with their <laughs> eyes blacked out, being like, "Oh, look at you with your telephoto lens. I like a man who can hold his lens." Like uh, it was unbelievable. That's yeah, good stuff. for every like company or. Or, or publication that's, like, trying to advance video games past this, like, stupid juvenile thing. There's, like, like three bros. more. Yeah. There's three more for each one that's trying to do good, that's, like, thinks this is the way to go, thinks there's nothing wrong with it. And, like, that's fine if that's your opinion, but, like, it is not, doesn't reflect well no, on the fine. industry at large. It's not fine if it's your opinion. Yeah. Like, you're wrong if that's your opinion. <laughs> your you're opinion not saying I'll debate anybody about this, because it's, like, at the end of the day, here's the thing. Probably the dude broiest games... Right are and I'm and I'm not calling them out because they're bad games. Yeah. I think that they are the, the people who attract the worst audience of dude bros. <laughs> yeah. Like in a similar way, that, like I don't think Dave Matthews Band is like offensive music, but they sometimes attract like a very dude bro frat audience. They're yeah. making all sorts of off. enemies in this podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Dave Matthews Band is will, coming to get you. I'm from the Chicago. I'm I'm I've played many of Dave Matthews. John concert. has so much to say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's been under the table in yeah. I'm, dr- I'm drunk. Ants uh, marching. So oh, you were making a Dave Matthews reference. I didn't get that. I'm dumping my toilet right off that bridge onto that other person. You didn't hear about that? Oh, his, Is that a Dave Matthews song? <laughs> he's busted that, and they got in trouble. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the <laughs> Nick Nick enjoyed that part of the story. Uh, the point I was going to make is that the Dude Bros games probably things like Gears of War three, uh, the shooters, Battlefield yeah. three, and Modern you know Warfare. Modern Warfare three. God, there's a lot of sequels. Um, yeah. None of them had booth babes. Like. Those games that yeah. like and those games actually have attention paid to them, so I mean, to a, certain, to a certain extent, it's like they don't need them. Yeah. But like the EA girls are dressed in like white golf shirts and like you know shorts, that, and I'm not talking about like butt shorts. Yeah. They're, they're dressed in like shorts. Butt cheek shorts. And they're attractive girls, and they're hired to be hostesses, and they're hired to be like escorting you around the booth, and that's okay. Like yeah. it's okay to have like attractive people making you feel like it's a fun, attractive looking environment. Yeah. The uh, but like the point being that like those those are the dude bro side. So if your game is like. Saints Row 
three, for example, which was one of the which had a car wash outside. Yeah, yeah. with but free with free wash. parking. And it, was, it was like it was not warm no, in LA. Sixty five. Girls are in like bikinis outside, like telling there's a free car wash. And we found out after the fact there was free parking in that parking yeah. lot. And I would have I would have looked past. <laughs> I would have actually I would have I would have bought Saints Row three day one had I known that there was free parking. <laughs> And I was so turned off by the bikini girls that I just right. kept driving because I'm like, I don't know, a conscientious person playing video games. Yeah. Like, I'm an adult. Right. And not an adult in italics and question marks. You know, <laughs> and for mature marks. adult. And for mature. Um, I am definitely looking forward to packs where there should be no booth babes. I agree. Anyway. So then we had a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had this crazy... I guess this is uh, fairly well known to LA locals. I don't know the Hotel Figueroa. Hotel Figueroa downtown. Yeah, right on um, Figueroa. We rented out their basement rooms, which are I mean, the whole hotel is Moroccan themed, hyper Moroccan, which is cool. Uh, I felt like I was in a Led Zeppelin video or something. Um, so we had these two big rooms down in their basement, uh, like pillows, couches everywhere. Yeah, it draped. looked like an opium Everything den. was draped. Yeah, we were doing some ope. <laughs> we were chasing doing the dragon a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, chased, I caught him. I caught the dragon. <laughs> uh, and we had Dan Central 2 in one of the rooms, and then just a big open room in the other for people to mill around and chat. And we actually thought more people would be in the bigger room, as you would. No, but, it's the kitchen at a house party. It's like everyone goes to the kitchen. Yeah. Well, I think that was good. I think people wanted to be around the game, too, yeah. which is kind of cool. DC2 was set up. On our new projector screen, we bought Cerritos. <laughs> yep, and that's in the uh, in the video as well, right? Yep. And we have some video of Alex Rogopoulos dancing that I'm hoping Pope will someday reveal. Definitely, to the world. definitely. Yeah. There were a ton of amazing cameos in that video that uh, that you got some screen time with Alex and Iran showed up. Yep. And uh, and a Ray bunch of other Navarro. bunch of other industry people as well. A lot of gaming press. Alex Navarro from a lot the of internet. other devs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was great. It was a really fun fun time. Uh, it was super dark. In that place, uh, so we had to use our, our, our on-camera light, which, which is, drove basically every video about how bright, yeah, about how bright the light is. I don't know what else to talk about except for my eyeballs. It was like an episode of Cops. Yeah, like, or to catch a predator, or to catch a predator. Definitely in, Alex in Alex's case. case, definitely. <laughs> right, that Alex was fun. From the internet, followed up by Brad yelling, "I did not release harmonics to use my image in any way." Was I went ahead and used it. Yeah, uh, but that was a good part party. Super successful. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, it like, People had a good time. It, yeah. It wasn't an extreme. Like, we didn't have to hire the who or anything to come out and play our party to get people to come. People people enjoy us. People like our parties. They a little know that we throw right a good now. party. You a little yep. humble brag? Yep. Humble brag. Well, no, I, I, think, I think that's that was not that the party was the best part about E3, but that that social feeling, which is something that I haven't really had at E3 in the past. Um, and I think part of it is probably because like this is you know my third E3, so like it, it's getting to be a little bit more familiar, and you like you get to know a lot more people. Mm. Um, but this was also the the first E3 where we've really been freed up. Um, in the past, we've gone in like super early, and we've built the booth, and we've taken care of all the AV, yeah. um, and then we've been chained to a demo booth. Like that's inside, like yeah, an playing, indoor demo space. yeah, playing in an enclosed floor. space, and like playing Beatles songs for eight hours a day, uh, which is awesome. Like just for that experience, like that's that's something that's totally awesome. But this was the first E3 where I really felt like our team was on the floor, and we were freed up to like 
talk to people and like engage with the community um, and not be like chained to that booth or chained to the performance. Well, but that's not really what E3 is about. I mean, like it's it's nice that we got to do it, but like, sure. and it's weird how many people you meet. But like theoretically, E3 is a media and sales show. Like it's yeah. like press, enthusiast press, and then people who buy video games for big retailers. And it's weird how there's like forty thousand people. I'm like, who the who are all the rest of these people? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people with blogs. Fake blogs. Personal blogs that 10 people view or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, was, the party was fun. I think the people appreciated also that it was a quieter... Yeah, that, well, that's what I was going to say. I think, like, there are tons of parties at E3, but they're all very marketing-driven, very yeah. kitchen, very just weird. So weird community thing. being, like, the industry community, not being, yeah. like, necessarily the harmonics community. Yes. <sighs> yeah. But uh, I think okay people too. appreciated that... Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't super shilly or anything. It was just like a fun safe zone, to, a safe hang zone. It was a safe hang zone. Yeah. What? What? Why did you both say that? Like it was a thing. That's that's it's, what it it's was. A thing. People that's, were hanging in the zone. That's what we called it. So then Wednesday, uh, Wednesday was it's another day. day on the floor. It was just just a regular regular day. Wednesday, like nothing really eventful happened except Suge Knight. Oh yeah. Was Suge Knight on Wednesday? Yep. 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 So that's when uh, we, did the yeah, we talked about it that night on the bomb, the giant bomb. Oh bombcast. yeah. Um, so it was messed up. Aaron and I, I don't know where you were. Were you on the other side of the stage? I don't know where you were. At I the got time. back in time to see yeah. him. I just wasn't there for this initial interaction. Aaron and I are hanging out uh, on the backside Working of our super circular hard. stage, just surveying the the land. Uh, and this this large man showed up. With a big Isaac Hayes beard. You know, Isaac Hayes, bald head, big beard. You don't know Isaac Hayes? It's racist. Yeah. Aaron doesn't know Isaac Hayes. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> See, John knows. His beard's not dead, though. Oh, he's a dead guy. Uh, so this big dude, and he had sunglasses on inside. And I say to Aaron, who is this Suge Knight-looking mf -er? I didn't say mf because -er, I'm more hardcore than that. It's true. From the streets. <laughs> Uh, and then we had a little gig, a little giggle, and uh, whatever. But then all the dancers come over, they're like, hey guys, watch this, we're going to dance for Suge Knight. <laughs> I was like, oh, that Suge Knight looking mf -er is Suge Knight. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, so I sidled over to him while the dancers danced. There's a photo uh, on our Flickr page, actually. There is a photo. Flickr.com slash HMX community. Yep, you should check it out. Uh, I'm talking to Suge. And Aaron is staring at the camera in abject fear <laughs> for his life. I, I had I learned that I had no reason to be afraid though. Um, God, he was the gentle he was he's a gentle giant. Such a nice guy. Like for like I would have expected the guy that started Death Row Records yeah. to be a little bit a little bit more caustic. But yeah. he was super nice and like totally willing to take photos with yep. the dancers and yep. complimented them up and down. Like it was really cool. Yeah, hey, uh, Pope, uh they dancing? Yeah, he he did ask if they were dancing to this dance game. So I sort of explained, yeah, this is a dance game. You use your body as a controller, you two people at once. And like at that point, he's like, oh. And he sounded actually genuinely interested and he thought it looked really cool. So I gave Suge my card. I told him, if you ever want the game, you let so me know. So he has our address is yeah. what you're saying. Yes. Oh, God. Great. Yep. That's great. Yep. Choose my words a lot more carefully. Which is why I haven't said too much on my Twitter account <laughs> about the details. Again, really nice guy. Super nice. Very really nice, nice guy. Very nice man. Very powerful Definitely man. Definitely not made, all intimidating. Made no. the booth feel like a safe hang zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was on our side, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did expect, like, you'd think he would roll with security, you or know? people. Yeah. I think he had maybe his daughter. He had some teenage-looking uh, lady with him, I assume. Did not appear to need any security no. at all. Right. As you pointed out, who would mess with Shugnet? Yeah, not me. But, uh, no, super nice, uh, oh, crazy, crazy interaction. Uh, this is the Grammar Podcast. <laughs> We had a whole grammar conversation before you showed up. Grammar cast. Oh, I'm sure that was riveting for nope. anyone listening. Everyone Hoping loved we had it. a conversation about the that. The feedback on the grammar portion has been great. <laughs> um, yeah, then uh, we left. We did the Giant Bomb cast that night. The, the GiantBomb.com guys rent a, a terrible house. fratty terrible house. house. From Susan Sarandon. <laughs> From Susan Sarandon's son. Uh, which is not a joke. Not a joke. Um so we hung out there. There was uh, a lot of cool guests. Genova Chen, who uh, did Flower, yeah. and his new game is Journey. Journey. Got a lot of buzz. I haven't Told seen it personally. about dating websites. Yeah. It was weird. Our friend Dan, Dan Rickert, Rickert from Game Informer was there. Today's his birthday. He's a professional jerk. Dan Rick Jerk. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> jerk Jerkert. Uh, <laughs> and... He saved a man from a diabetic coma last night. I don't know Apparently, if you saw that. yeah, he did on the street. What a hero! Apparently, he jogs. What a hero! Apparently I know that was jogs. more surprising. That's a shot. Yeah, it was he, more surprising. The fact that he I'd saved surprised someone's if he lives life. to twenty-eight. Wow! Yeah. I said it. Well, he was saying he eats like such a. He just eats junk food all the time that he's like pre pre diabetic. Nice. <laughs> which is hilarious because everyone's is, got diabetes. Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah, well, he's 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 a thin guy. He's not someone you'd expect to be diabetic, but. He has a terrible diet. That's diabetic profiling. Pro- proven. <laughs> That's called medicine, Aaron. He's proven oh, the paradigm of oh, medicine. <laughs> Learning a lot. Uh, so no, that was yeah, a fun time. We had a good time there. Listen to that if you want. It's on their website. Yep. Jetbomb.com. That's a, what? Two. That's a five-hour-long podcast? <laughs> Four yeah. hours and 40 minutes. Change, yeah. Oof. Oof. But it was fun. Um, we stuck it out, too. We didn't yeah. leave. I quit. I went home before that. You well, never it's because you spilled steak sauce on your shirt. Yeah. I did. I was ruined, really upset. It, it came out, though. Don't, sure, shirt. don't worry, everyone. Steak sauce came out. Nice. Shirt. <laughs> ben Sherman's shirt saved. Um, Thursday was another day on the floor. Yeah, then we were done. Thursday, we had good stuff on the floor, though. Thursday was uh, little children. Little seven-year-old came kids by from uh, America's Got Talent. Yep. Uh, they came by and they like started to get into it. Like um, they were good. Nicki Minaj. Uh, <laughs> they were Attack. playing Massive Attack, and uh, you know they're starting to get into it. And then uh, like during the freestyle section, they totally went <laughs> off. Like they were doing cartwheels and like flipping around. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They also were good at the game. Like yes. in a way that like most people playing our game are not good at the game. Well, and they started yeah. right on hard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah. Which is- Awesome. Pope's got video. Yeah, of that. I'll put up a video of that. Yeah. So That'd there's some fun. good video of like all the choreographers dancing with them. And mm-hmm. then right after the kids played, we had a marriage proposal on yep. our stage, which was surprising. Kind of a huge <laughs> deal. Um, well, someone got married. So. We've, we've yeah. now facilitated in uh, marriage proposals through both Rock Band and Dance Central, which seems weird to me. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Unbelievably flattering, right. uh, but that doesn't seem to be a thing that I see happen as much in other games, um, <laughs> like but, after a death match in Modern Warfare. <laughs> but this is like the fourth or fifth one that we've <laughs> helped out with. We've done a few through like Message of the Day and Rock Band, and and now like on stage at E3, um, this guy uh, this guy Mike came up to us uh, at the show and, and told us that he won a trip. T-Mobile actually had this contest that brought him and a friend out to uh, E3, 
and he promised himself if he came to the show, he was going to ask his girlfriend Gina to marry him. She loves Dan Central. He is not very good at it. Um, but he, he hustled though. He hustled and uh, and he agreed to he dance had other on stage. on his mind. Yeah. Um, he and gets so, fidgeting with his cargo pad pocket, trying to make sure the ring hadn't <laughs> flown out in the middle of doing... What song did they do? Uh, they were doing uh, DJ's Got Us Fallen yeah, in Love. Fall yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seemed appropriate. Um, yeah. And then the plan was for the dancers to all take a knee during the finishing move, and uh, and then he uh, you know pulled out the ring, and you handed off the mic to him, Drake, and, and, uh, and he proposed, and she said yes, and that was awesome. And we have a video for that up as well, yep. uh, where you can watch everything that I just described. <laughs> Um, but Mike and Gina, awesome people, super cool, uh, totally married. Uh, if you want to get married in one of our games, apparently that's a thing we do. Yep. Uh, then after them, we had the winning team from America's Best Dance Crew. Oh, yeah. Come up and dance, and they also <laughs> picked it up immediately, which was just awesome to see. Yeah, there were there were a bunch of quasi-celebrities that either danced with us or were by the booth. Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan was upstairs on the first day. Um, Steven Spielberg walked by the booth uh, at one point. Like, he was up in Microsoft doing some business stuff. <laughs> um, the uh, the game, the rapper The Game came by oh, at some really? point on Thursday. And uh, the, uh, the, the choreographers picked him out immediately, and I think that he ran away once <laughs> they identified him. Amazing. They might have seen Suge, though. So, I don't... Snoop Dogg was roaming around, too. Yep. I didn't see him myself nope. when he was there. But it was yeah. a quiet show, relatively speaking. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that we made, there were a bunch of, like, announcements, but it was sort of the year of the sequel shooter. Yeah, definitely. Um, nothing really huge and surprising, I didn't think. Nothing blew my mind in any of the conversations. Yeah, nothing surprising. Um, last last um, half hour of the, of the floor open on Thursday, I ran over to try to catch the Bioshock Infinite demo because, like, that's what everyone was talking about. And as you, as you see now, like, that's what everyone is pretty much choosing for, like, game of show. And yeah. Um, and it's funny to be on the other side of it because they were. it was the last demo of the day. They were just seating everyone. I saw them walking in. And I was like, hey, I'd love to come in to see this. A fellow Boston developer... And uh, they didn't care. <laughs> they, they sort of gave me the PR line. I'm sure like, that was 2K and not, not yes, irrational. Yes, right. You're right. Um, like, uh, who are you with? Not that it matters because you have no business. No, getting no that, you should have been doing no. your job. And uh, I said, oh, well, I'm friends with one of the designers. Our, our friend Dean Tate's wife is a designer on oh, yeah. uh, Bioshock. Uh, that didn't get me anywhere either. Nope. So I didn't get to see it, but I hear it's great. A lot of long lines for stuff. I mean, as yeah. as is always the case at E3. Heard that uh, on the last day uh, for the uh, the Wii U viewing, mm. um, the doors opened at ten and they capped the line at ten fifteen for the yeah. entire day. Yeah, they already so had the full line. Six for the day. hour line. Uh, yeah, I, pretty that, ridiculous. Yeah, I couldn't imagine spending all day in the line to do that. Yeah. I'm playing through Bioshock 1 right now. I saw that last night. I saw you online playing that. I played. Have you just never played it? No, I never finished it. It's a little scary. Super scary. So I like, I don't do well with scary games. I usually (laughs) play late at night, and it's usually how I try to wind down. So it's like, if I start at 11 (laughs) o'clock in my dark room, I get all stressed out. But uh, I just got the the first half an hour, then it was actually, like, fine. Um, But, you know, I played through, I finished L.A. Noir, and then I I finished Fable 3 in the past week or so, because I took a sick day. Yep. Um, so I just like, you know, I, like I'm psyched about Bioshock Infinite. I want to 
play Bioshock 1 and then maybe 2 before it comes out. I mean, we have a while, but it's like I sort of want to like actually understand if I'm good at this game or not before I get all hyped up for it. Yeah. <coughs> Turns out I'm okay. Bio- I bought my Xbox for Bioshock. Huh. And my HDTV. Sort of what got me into the, the gamings. The back into the gamings. I took a break. All right. I'm going to uh, get into uh, steampunk and living in yeah. a balloon city yeah. to get prepped for you Bioshock get back Infinite. into living in a balloon right. city. Get back into living in a steampunk balloon city. <laughs> um, the, I dabbled. Uh, last but not least, we also did a joystick party Friday night. Um, and by we, I mean I, because you guys bailed because you're jerks. Yep. But you missed. We totally. also did karaoke with a bunch of game Oh, uh, we did do karaoke. Yeah, we did. Popeye's video on his phone of me singing Kiss from a Rose by I, Seal. Yeah. And it was impassioned. I had lost really my good. voice. I've not seen it yet, so I want to see that. But we went and did that. I got a $60 ticket. Your voice was Ooh. very raspy. It was. You got a ticket? Yeah, I, I, we didn't see it till the next day. Um, oh, but I got a $60 <laughs> ticket for parking on the wrong side of the street. Oh, no. Uh, That's dumb. We were there Nick Chester and Annette and Dan from Game Informer and Tim Turry and a bunch of the guys from there. And All-star group. It, it was a good group. All-star karaoke. A lot of rapping. Aaron broke his... Broke his This is going to be really high quality quality audio. This is going to be busted out. I got that note. That's all I'm saying. You can stop it now. But it's, uh, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can stop it there. At, I was, the high I, I've been screaming for four days. That was sort of surprising. Aaron saying that I Chicago died. We backed him up. <laughs> yep, on so my first time so uh, doing karaoke. Pope saying Clarence Carter is stroking, yeah. which oh, yeah. he was very, very unhappy about, but he did a great demand. job. With. I want, yeah. When I do karaoke, I like to belt like, like you were belting out a song. You can't really belt out stroking. It's just Clarence Carter talking about stroking. But I think I want a couple old lady fans. That yeah, were you did. Bar yeah, you regulars. Did. Not okay. Yeah, and you were singing Ooh. singing right to them oh, and yeah. explaining the subtext yep. of the song. Yeah, I don't think they were getting it. <laughs> Read between the lines. They were a couple dirty old ladies. <laughs> and then Friday we went and did the joystick party in the afternoon and we boxed some stuff up and shipped it home and that was the show. That was E3. Then So that was E3. Yeah. Success. So, it was a success. And now we're back and I feel aimless in my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't have anything to work for. So we yeah. have a bunch of, uh, a bunch of videos. Yep. Um, there's like three or four videos. Even more um, coming. A lot more uh, Dance Central 2 stuff coming. Um, we did make a rock band announcement while we were out there teasing a few of the upcoming uh, DLC acts. Um, we already uh, already put out songs by Avenged Sevenfold, or we already announced. Yeah, yeah, they came out Tuesday. Yeah, Oof, yep. don't know what day it is. Yeah, um, Avenged Sevenfold, Aha, Chumbawamba, and two live. songs by Live. Yep. yep. Um, and we announced more stuff coming from System of a Down and from Poison and Soundgarden. So some good rock <sighs> so band stuff to look Poison. forward to too. We don't have Poison. I learned no. the other night. I was like yep. looking through the site, being like, so I was reading the press release up, and I was like, oh. Poison. I'm sure that that's like a, this is like their seventh or eighth track. It's like we have no poison. How is that possible? Yeah, nope. I don't know how that's possible. I'm glad it's finally being Boom, rectified. Resolved. Um, so a good segue. So let me announce next week's DLC. Oh yeah. For Rock Band, we have two three packs. The first three pack is a Maroon Five three pack with the songs. That song, which has pro guitar and bass uh, authoring as well as keyboard authoring. A song from them called Misery. Can't sing that one. <laughs> I don't know that song. This misery is making me sad. Um, <laughs> remix. As well as Maroon 5's Won't Go Home Without You. Won't go home without you. All right. That song? You know that song? All three of those songs are authored for keys. So our other three pack is a Puddle of Mud three pack. With two Ds. 
Yep. Don't mud. mess well, it up. In puddle mud and mud. Four Ds. Four Ds. It's like a uh, Star Trek character. For some right? Ds on it. Wasn't he mud with two Ds? Don't. What? No. You are such a nerd. Oh, Mud's Women? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, Mud's God, Women. Oh, yeah. God, no. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, sorry. he had his back on that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's classic. Classic Trek. Classic. Uh, yeah, vintage Trek. Um, um, so, I, you know what? I yeah. listened to one of those songs last night, yeah. and it was actually pretty good. Which one? Uh, what's the middle one? Control. No, what's the other one? <laughs> Blurry. What's the, th- what's the third one? <laughs> she Hates Me. Which is the blurry. only song of theirs I know, but it's uh, it's a catchy. No, you know Blurry if Do you I? listen to it. Which uh, which professional wrestler's theme song is that? Uh, oh, Steve trivia questions from Aaron Trice. I could I could only no. assume that all he of these songs them. are some professional wrestler's intro music. Yes. Ah. Um, uh, blurry is authored for keys. She hates me is authored for pro guitar and bass. <coughs> I think Blur is always. Can you take it all the way? Oh, really? Can you take it all? Yeah. Oh. She showed it in my face. That I song? Do know that. Is that true? Yeah, so I was like, I don't know any of these songs. This is stupid. I was like, oh, this song's actually kind of a rock anthem. I like this song a lot. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, uh, there you go. Good songs from Puddle of Mud. Yeah, buy them. Or, yeah, listen to them first. <laughs> YouTube that stuff. Buy them or um, listen to them first. <laughs> They're pretty fun. That's, yeah. They're pretty fun. The titles do not reflect your knowledge of the song. Go listen That's to them because right. you're going to be like, that's how I feel about a lot of songs we release where I'm like, what song is this? And I, yeah. Like the Ozzy yes. song, I was like, I did not know any of them by name. And then I listened to them and was like, oh, I know all of these songs. They're all great. Right. And then it's safe to assume that there's going to be like a dozen RBN songs coming out alongside these. Yep. Yep. And there's, there's a uh, big sale. Big DLC sale for Boom. Dance Central. Happening right now. Going on right now. Go it, to basically um, everything, right? It is every track that we've currently released as DLC. I believe so. Um, there is a 14-song marathon pack. Yeah, which is half off. There are four smaller packs of songs. Three, four, four songs packs, each. Four songs each. Yep. Um, there Those are, are 30% off. There are a few songs, I think one song in each pack that is exclusive to each of those packs. Yeah. Um, and then a handful of singles as well. But so um, everything's at least 33% off yeah. in some configuration. And then if you buy everything, you've got no DC DLC to this point. You have no new Dance Central songs. You can buy... Pretty much almost all the songs for almost like entirely half off. Yep. And, so. and those songs will be compatible uh, with Dance Central 2, <laughs> yes. we announced. That That's why we're doing it. One of the, one of the big... Catch up on so your So if DLC you've been holding things. off on yeah. joining the Dance Central Nation... There's never been a better time to do it than now. Buy it. That's, that's better than buy it or, or a, a, listen, listen to, to it. it. Uh, the game that's been... Described as the killer app of the Microsoft Xbox 360 Connect. Can you cite that reference, or legal's going to say you can't say that? Uh, legal said it. Legal said it. Our legal team was marching up and down the Resolve. hall saying Legal doesn't listen to this. If they did, we would not be here. A legal cast. <laughs> Harmonic's legal cast. Um, we should yeah. have the lawyers on for an episode. Lawyer cast? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> um, that would be a long podcast of nothing. <laughs> long cast. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, listening to we'll Pope and Drake and I. Yep. Me. Yep. Listening to Drake and Aaron. Drake and, and me? me. And I. Me. Okay. Direct object. No. Yeah. No. If you take everything else out, that's <laughs> that you say. What's wrong with you two? I'm just glad to have engaged you in this terrible conversation. I have a degree in this. It's hard. <laughs> in grammar. I have a degree in podcast grammar. I have, in, I have a degree in English, which neither of you apparently read or speak. English is nothing more than grammar. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks with hopefully more substance. <laughs> but uh, fun. Bye. Oh,
a beast You need to start running